Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Real back with another motherfucker review, man. Yo, this is Mayans MC Season 1, Episode 10, the finale. Yes, I had started this way back when. Um, never finished because Mayans came back on and I was like, okay, I can't finish up season one and two because I gotta jump right into four. But uh here we are. Since we going back, I decided uh so as an addition for Teller Tuesday, Wire Wednesday, and Throne Thursday, might as well have Mayans Monday. So we got this last finale. So you go through the playlist, check out uh, one through nine, and um, then I'll be starting season two. But I want to say happy 4th of July to my people. I hope y'all having a terrific motherfucking holiday, man. Good barbecue, good vibes. Get drunk responsibly. You know, all that good shit. Today is a day where you just you just eat and get fucked up and watch things explode in the sky. It don't get more American, if you really think about it. It's just a good time. It's a good time. Yes, it's hot as shit. Yes, Real has on his wife beater. Ooh, that might not be politically correct. My athletic t-shirt is hot as shit. Okay, and I had to turn the AC off. Otherwise, that motherfucker would have been making hella noise during this, so bear with your boy, all right? I look like swole boys right now, but swole, not so strong. Swole like you would swell up after hella burgers and fries. But anyway, man, <laughs> also, uh, the Discord is popping, man. We getting a lot of good conversations. We've been having a fucking, since I created it, it's been a four, I don't know if it's been like three, four days now, but... It's been about the fire who started it. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. But salute to Pam, Whipmaster, Rance, uh, Mimi, Tammy, all them that got up in the com uh that's got up in the Discord, uh, putting me on to shows and shit. So I got a lot of stuff to watch. People y'all watch a lot of TV. That's all I know. And I love it. I thought I was the only one out here with no life. <laughs> but yo, let's get to this finale, man. Um I first want to grade this finale right out the gate uh, and say the season one finale, I want to give it an eight and a half out of ten. I do. It was really good because, you know, action don't necessarily make like for great finales. Like they gave us an action scene, uh, a saddest, a uh, fucking highly satis satisfactory murder one that I was waiting on all of season one. And that was the death of KJ, the fucking rat face cousin, hated his ass. This motherfucker looked like the human master splinter. Like he had that rat ass. His face was, it, uh, it bugged me. He was a piece of shit. Tried to redeem himself when he felt bad. Like, bro, because he was doing the most. He was going outside of his um, federal agent duties all of season one, like, he was just really sticky, and I'm like, bro, this is your family, like, there is your job, which I respect, easy is your informant, he's supposed to be doing these things, but then it's when you go to another level, where you run it down on pops at the butcher shop, applying extra unnecessary pressure on the fucking, he had, like, this, this, um, power trip he was on, you know what I'm saying, and it was just, I hated him, so to watch his death was highly satisfactory. But um, like I was saying, yeah, eight, eight and a half, because 
this one it 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 was perfect with the cliffhangers that we'll get into um and it was a great ending of that season like a lot of things were resolved at the end of this finale but wasn't which is perfect which is perfect um potter god potter fucking he was amazing he was amazing this uh this whole season and the finale was in high potter fashion let's give a let, let me let me get into potter right potter sends the boys out to go ahead and kill a cousin kj because he's been stirring up a lot of shit in the feds you already know um threatening to blow whistles and all this other shit so he uses like potter is fucking phenomenal in his like management skills like the way he manages people that's what he does best like he finds assets and uses them to his advantage he doesn't like you wouldn't just go get somebody to you know how like some people would just get somebody that's uh convenient to go ahead and do their bidding but it typically fucks up because they may not have been the, the best person for the job like Potter has this sixth sense, like this nasty sixth sense of like who can do what effectively and still keep him in a power position. So he uh, he sized up the Reyes brothers and said, you know what? They're going to be the perfect ones to kill their cousin. Um, And if that other agent shows up, they're going to body him. But it was a it was a it's a win win because if that if the Reyes brothers goes down. I'm sure Potter had, you know, a backup plan for fucking easy in them uh, in case they died. But Potter ain't no slouch. He ain't no slouch at all. So this was a heavy Potter influence right here. And then the whole that that scene where he shows up and KJ and the black dude is dead and he's asking about the pie on the table. That's like perfect. And Angel in his confusion, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like. People are dead. And he's asking if the fucking apple pies is fucking homemade or not. And then as they get ready to prepare the body for for evacuation, Potter tastes the pie and goes, fucking store-bought. Sad. It's just his disconnect from, like, this world is what makes Potter so fucking great. But a piece of shit at the same time. But you need a villain like Potter, like, Dude, um, but yeah, so then there was foreshadowing in this, uh, in this episode, you got uh, a few, few, a few foreshadow moments where, uh, Alvarez telling the club how the new, um, working with the cartel will go, right? He breaks down, okay, well, Sam Crow's going to do this with the cartel, run it through us. So originally Sam Crow is the cartels go to, but the operation is ran through the Mayans because they're so close to the border. So it's like a little, like people get a little bit of action, right? Which I didn't peep in the beginning. That's what, that's actually something I missed. I didn't know Sam Crow had anything to do with, uh, and that specific chapter guys, I'm not talking about the, all of the sons, but the charming chapter itself had dealings with, uh, Miguel and, um, they were, you know, in the third party with uh, the Mayans and uh, Miguel, which I, I I missed. But when uh, Alvarez was busting down how everything would go, he first said, you know, things with Charmin, 
uh, was once volatile, now a profitable relationship, right? So anybody who didn't watch Sons or knew something of Sons knew about them and the Mayans going at it. But if you never saw it, then you would know, like, okay. Like, let's say you've never watched Sons and then you hear Alvarez say something like that. That's a good foreshadow. Because then you start asking questions like, how volatile? How nasty did it get? Will it get back there again? So, and the answer is yes, obviously, from season four. So that was a good foreshadow moment. Um, there was the conversation between Pops and Angel, right? Uh, Pops told Angel... Or did he, what was it? No, it was a conversation between Pops and Easy was a great foreshadowing moment. Pops looks at uh, looks at Easy and goes, don't let Potter turn you into a monster, right? Don't let him do it. There's got to be, you know, like there's another way. Don't go kill your cousin because at this point, you know, Easy would reveal everything to his Pops because Felipe was was the one to hold it down. He he was the facilitator between the two when it came to messages between KJ and Easy and holding that secret before they even let Angel in on everything. Uh, it was just Easy and his pops. So he come back to tell him like, "Hey, this is what Potter wants." So and and you see the fear in Felipe like, "Oh shit," because only he knows what his son Easy truly is. He knows there's a dark passenger that resides in Easy, and he is afraid of that being triggered, which leads me to my question of the day, the question of this uh, of this episode, because we don't have hot takes, but we can have debates, and I do like a good debate. Now, as as Felipe um, foreshadows this supposed monster he fears in Easy, I want to ask y'all a question. Does who is responsible for unlocking Easy's monster? Like the monster that resides in Easy, the Easy we now know, the one who has a high propensity for fucking death. Like, look at me in my eyes when I kill you. Who is responsible for that? Is it Felipe? Is it Potter? Or, um, yeah, is it is it it? Is, was it Potter or uh, or Felipe, the one who unlocked this this evil and uh, and easy, or was it Easy himself? I personally feel like my take on it is it was Pops one hundred percent. I feel like uh, Felipe is the one to blame for this monster that EG, that Easy has now become because he knew. And when he was discussing shit with Angel, he was uh, that's why he gave Angel the coordinates to what a cousin was. Because he wanted Angel to do it instead of Easy. Now, Angel feels like, you know, he, he was, you know, Easy's his golden boy. We got to take care of him. He's a good kid, wrapped up in some shit. He was always the family favorite, always a smart one. I was the fuck up. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Older brother, younger brother. We see that shit all the time. But it was Felipe's fault because, A, he didn't have that discussion with Angel. I feel like if he would have had a discussion with Angel saying, yo, Easy's not right in the head. For one, Angel would be like, oh, what? Something's wrong with Golden Boy? Let me know more. So that would that would increase that relationship right there. You say, 
Angel, if something fucked up in your brother, we need to talk about it. He has a darkness in him, and it can get ridiculous if we unleash it. So any chance you get, look out for your brother. Don't let him go crazy. If y'all got to drop a body, don't let him do it. He's got a taste for blood. Something. Something, something that would have it would have then increased the relationship between him and Angel. They could have tag teamed to take care of Easy and this thing that grows inside of him, but that never happened. Felipe, too many times, like he had the opportunity to kill KJ in the butcher shop this episode. Had he would have did that, he might have stopped Easy from catching the body later on. It might have it might have made him think like, okay, man, I, pops had to do this for me. Maybe I should not be a part of the Mayans. Maybe I shouldn't be a part of an MC. I don't want my father to be this directly involved in it. But he couldn't pull a trigger. You know, Felipe is big on family, even on as a piece of shit as KJ was. He like, oh my God, he's talking about his father and he's talking about his love for his family now. I'm an old man. Just run. It tells the man to run, only to send Angel right after him, knowing he had to die. So Felipe got to take this L. He got to take this L. He couldn't do it himself. So he sends Angel to go do it, making things a little tense between him and Angel, but still allowing Easy to go out there and still murder. So I don't know. Felipe got to take this L on this one it didn't it didn't make sense it didn't make sense at all and that's why you know it doesn't get a full 10 because it just didn't make sense you if i decide not to kill you in my butcher shop when i got the perfect opportunity why would i send my son to go do it in a place that's probably more visible a higher chance of getting caught i would just not tell i would just not tell angel the the address i'd be like no fuck off He's your cousin. He's not going to die. He's running away up north. Like, make a fucking decision. And that's Felipe's problem. You know, that's the problem I had. Uh, What else we have? We see Adelita finally settle down. She got her kids in the house. Uh, The rebels looking comfortable. Little Mouse, she knows the deal. She like, hey, I don't know why everybody getting comfortable. I'm going to take a cotton sleep on this floor. Foreshadowing. It ain't never sweet. And Alita should know better. So that was Alita's first little glimpse at uh, hope that things will finally be like quiet now. Angel, this episode. This was the most responsible version of Angel. The most. This is the Angel y'all all fell in love with. That is not the same person. I understand those that be like that fight for Angel say, oh his toxicity. Yeah, I, I have an excuse. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yes, in this season, season one, he shows in this one episode in the finale, he shows the love for his brother, his father, his acceptance in what he believes is his role, Lee's favorite son, the fuck up. But I'm going to take this on, but I'm not going to drag my brother with me, who I'm still jealous of. So he's taking the hot. So he's doing honorable things, Angel, this season. He had a chance to smash Adelita. Didn't take it. So unangel. You could. I, that is probably the first and last time we ever see Angel pass up a piece of ass. Ever. That's the last. And that's the ass that he wants. 
surprisingly. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was hilarious, knowing what we now know. And um, he just took a more responsible role. Like, all right, I got this. Even though he got his ass whooped in that house, about to get murdered, because he, like, blanked out when another person showed up. I didn't, you know. So he's still Angel in his dumbness, but toxicity was at a was at a, a all-time low in this finale. But boy, does it get spicy later, right? Um, what else? We see in this episode that um, Miguel talks to Nestor and lets him know, like, look, naturally you would take uh, Devontae's spot. But um, you beat the shit out of a nun, all type of murderous things to a, a woman of God. And it worked. It worked. But it, you didn't have any tact to it. So I don't know if I could trust you with big time decisions. So you stay in your place. Um, which would naturally you would think would cause a rift between Nestor and, um, and Alvarez when Alvarez takes over as like the general, he's the new Devante, he's the consigliere. So that's when we see that whole transition. Um, and also in this season finale, we see what we've been waiting for all of season one, all of season one, easy was one foot in one foot out when it came to the MC. I'm kind of feeling this outlaw lifestyle, but I'm I'm working with the feds against the cartel. It's all nasty, right? It's all mixed up. So he can't fully devote himself to the club because of the baggage he brings himself, like, with it. So we just waiting to see who Easy really is all this season. We're like, damn, he's smart. Okay. He's with the shits, but he's, a, you know, he's doing dirty shit. He's not really, he's not really with the club right now. And it doesn't feel like it was easy decision to be a part of the club. It was almost like just convenient. So we didn't know if he was all with it or not. And we wanted to see his, you know, we wanted to see him devoted to the club, like be all in. So when Angel has that conversation, like, look, I did all this shit for you. This ain't the life for you. Go back and tell the motherfuckers you're done. You're done. And Easy's like, oh, okay, word. So he goes, sits in that room, and that's when Angel discovers from Bishop, like, hey, your brother asked me to sponsor him. That's going to be a new bylaw. Family can't sponsor family. Easy is all in. And after when you saw that relief, when him and Potter met up, and and it was it was such a a burden that left his body when he saw his files get deleted. He's like, finally, I'm at the end of the road. Like, I can... I have the freedom to choose now. I'm my own man now. That was what that moment was. Potter reminded him, hey, you took you took a second body, little you put me in a little nasty spot, but let's just say you owe me one. Which you never ever want to owe Potter one. You'll never stop owing Potter. Uh, but he made it that way, obviously. Uh, but easy now is a new man, free to make his own decision. He decides I'm all in with the club. So that was a, a highly um, satisfactory moment right there. We were like, okay, finally. Can't wait for season two because Easy said, fuck that. I'm not Angel's little brother. I'm not none of this. I'm with the club. Let's go. I don't have to report to the feds no more. So now we get all excited with this to see, ooh, I wonder what Easy going to be in season two. Interesting. And um, the cliffhangers they left out there for us. Him recognizing Happy as the person that was dead at um, 
killed his mother. So now we're like, oh shit. Dita in the hot planet plotting against Emily and Emily looking like she's now the, the godmother. Like she's all excited. Like, yeah, finally Emily has reached this, uh, this uh, position of power that she always wants. She wanted to be inclusive. She, she got her own ideals for the cartel. You know what I'm saying? And Dita just watching her like, yeah, okay. You think she's sweet? So Dita's still stewing, looking dangerous. Her man Devontae gone. So we know Dita's going to be a problem next season. So you got that cliffhanger. Uh, you got Alvarez joining the cartel, leaving the sun. So we got that. Angel did upgrade the secretary this one. But I think that's the highest rank he reached. I don't think it goes no more. Um, it was nice to see uh, you saw that Coco and um, Chucky had a little relationship there. They always did. Um, that was like Coco's little little man, you know, the only one he trusted with that Letty shit. But that's only because Chucky be in everybody's business. Like, you just, people forget that Chucky was just around. You know what I'm saying? And I still think it's hilarious that the fucking Mayans won him in the card game. That's very Chucky-like. Uh, but, yeah, was there anything else for this season? No, just, it was, it was solid. A solid 8.5. Uh, everything wrapped up. Nothing felt better than watching the cousin get murdered. Ain't no redemption for you, my nigga. Like, please. You know, ain't no... In, in the Mayans verse, or the, the Suns verse, whatever universe you want to call this, it's... Redemption... I don't know if it exists. Honestly. I don't know if, if when you have a change of heart, you make it. It, I don't think that's that's what happens. What I will say, what I do miss is the soundtracks on these episodes from season one were fire. Like every time, like when there's a little, you know, a little ride moment, a little slow time, they they had a hot track for you to listen to, and that changed dramatically. I don't know why, why that is, but it was good music in the first season. I don't know why we steered away from that. Um, but I do like the live action sounds, but we'll get into that another time. But, uh, yeah. So that was your season one, uh, finale review. Get in the discord. Uh, I want to know from y'all, like, this is the question. Who created this monster in easy? Like, I mean, not who created it, who unlocked the monster that's in easy. I think that's the biggest take from season one. Cause this is where easy starts his, uh, ascension. And this is where the evil would have been start pouring out. Would have been season one uh, for the easy we know now. So, like, who did that? Who is at fault for what easy later becomes? We see it in season one. I vote Felipe, but y'all might have a different take. So, go ahead and let me know in these comments. Whatever. But it's the fourth, baby. All right? Let me let y'all go so y'all go ahead and get to business. You know what I'm saying? Lighting the charcoal. Please don't burn the place down. If you don't know how to work the grill, don't. Today ain't a day for like new grillers and barbecue. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to try it this year. No. I've never made Thanksgiving dinner. Never will. You think I'm just going to get up and go, hmm, I've never cooked a, a fucking 14 pound turkey before. I think this Thanksgiving. No, something. You try that shit in a different month, my G. Like, that's practice. You do that. Not on the most important day. So to all you grillers out there, if you ain't a pro, pass the spatula, pass the fucking, the, 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 the clamps, the meat, 
pass it to the experts. All right, call up your uncle, your aunt, whoever knows how to fucking grill. Get them over to the crib. Don't try it now. This ain't the day. This ain't the day. You should try that shit. You had several chances to practice. Today is a day of professionals. Let the professionals work. All right. Enjoy your people today, man. Protect your health, yourself, your wealth. Your boy Rail is out of here, man. Peace.